With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. You are now listening to the Dynasty Rewind. What is good, everybody? Welcome back to the Dynasty Rewind. I'm your host, Michael Byer. The best in the business is back in business. Pork is still enjoying his anniversary, but I'm joined by my two faithful co-hosts, Nate Christian and Chev Nooney. Gentlemen, happy anniversary. How are we tonight? Happy anniversary. Whatever what? anniversary you're celebrating. Yeah. Well, I mean, anniversary. what a great day. The second podcast we're doing tonight. I wonder there what pork's go. eating right now. That's the real question. Is he just chomping on some pork bits right now? or Eeks. That's probably what he'd say if I'd ask him what he's eating right now. He said what? Cheeks. Ah, uh, those uh, anniversary cheeks. Can't beat What are you eating? I'll text him in a little bit once I get everything introed here. We'll find out and we will see what happens. So today we're talking about dynasty rentals. So we always talk about by this guy to help you win a championship. What about this guy, this other guy, blah, blah, blah. Nate actually touched on a few Last episode, when he was looking at the bottom four teams on his roster, some guys that he'd like to acquire. So mm-hmm. now we're going to talk about some rentals and why I actually lay it out for you guys. So let's get into it. And Nate, you love going first. We are going to start with you, my friend. Go for it. All right. So just I want to let everyone know, not you know, not trying to brag here, but I had filled this out before week eight. Mm-hmm. So, I mean... I've been saying this now for at least a week. Yeah. And I got proof. I got proven right. So let's, let's stick with it. Let's, let's follow suit here. Amari Cooper. We got to buy him. If you're a contending team, you got to go get Amari Cooper. Okay. If, if you're a middling team that you think you might have a chance, Amari Cooper is someone you should go out and get as well. Mm-hmm. Currently the wide receiver eight overall on the season. Okay. Wide receiver eight. One of the top guys in the entire NFL fantasy points right now. Four top 12 finishes through eight games. Half of his games, he is a top 12 wide receiver. That is, that's impressive. We love to see that. And I mean, this is better than he's played in Dallas because he's on a pay, on pace for a career high in air yards. He's on pace to have over 1,700 air yards. And his previous high in 2019 was only 1,500. I mean, he's getting down the field. We used to see Amari Cooper, you know, a lot of short intermediate routes. He's getting down the field with this Cleveland Browns team. Mm -hmm. 852 air yards through eight games, which is third in the NFL. So third in the NFL, not just his career high, but like, I mean, this is a lot of air yards just for any wide receiver in the NFL. Mm -hmm. What's he doing with them? He's on pace for a career high in touchdowns with 10. His previous high is eight in 2019 and 2021. He's got five right now. He's on pace for a career high targets. He's on pace for 141 targets and his previous high in uh, 2015, 2016, 2020, he had about 130 targets. So new high here. Four games already this year with 10 or more targets. And he's 10th highest in the NFL for target rate, which is based on routes run, how many times 
you get targeted, not total team passes. So when he's out there running a route 30% of the time, he's getting a target. Mm-hmm. Maybe the most impressive stat about all after all of these stats showing that how well he's doing, he has a dominator rating, which is a percentage of team yards and touchdowns, a dominator rating of 50.6%. That is good for second in the NFL of all wide receivers. Amari Cooper is contributing to his team the second most of any wide receiver in the NFL right now. And that is impressive. And this is happening. Here's the kicker. The guy throwing the ball is Jacoby Brissett. (laughs) I mean, I I don't think we've ever seen a wide receiver be so successful with Jacoby Brissett. And Mari Cooper's out there doing it. And guess what? He's got Deshaun Watson coming back in a couple games. And I know it's been a while since the guy played, but Deshaun Watson, whether you like him off the field or not, he is a very talented quarterback, and we saw what he could do with DeAndre Hopkins. Amari Cooper is going to be his number one target, and we're going to see more of the same, if not improved, once Deshaun Watson comes back. So your buy window is closing. It was already starting to close after this past week's performance, but with Deshaun Watson coming back soon, the window will continue closing. He's 28, so he's in his prime. You can use this you know, for your contending team. He's not too old next year. You're still going to be able to move him because Mm -hmm. he's going to hold value because Deshaun Watson's still going to be his quarterback at the end of the season. Amari Cooper have just come off an incredible season, career high season. He's going to have value right now. You can get him for like an early second round pick, maybe a Brian Robinson, a David Montgomery, a Khalil Herbert. You can get him for one of those kind of flex pieces. And Amari Cooper can slot in as your wide receiver two wide receiver three and give you wide receiver one production. Mm -hmm. He's going to hold that value, if not improve upon that value by the end of the season. So go ahead, grab him out there right now. And my recommendation, sell him before the draft because the Browns need to add some wide receiver competition to that room. Yeah. Uh, Just want to update everyone. Pork is eating short rub sandwich with caramelized onions. And dessert is a chocolate cake layered cheesecake. He will in fact be eating cheeks later. But the kids are still up, so that has to come after they go to bed. Good for that guy. Good Sign for up him. for Phil Simmons OnlyFans, feet, cheeks, and bacon grease. Only pans. Chev, <laughs> <laughs> tell me about a rental that you are interested in acquiring right now. Although I think yours are slightly yours is slightly more long term. Oh yes, that for us. Yeah, and I love Nate's. I mean, Amari Cooper is a guy that. We talked about, I feel like a few weeks ago, we're like, go get him now because Deshaun Watson's coming back. And, I mean, it doesn't matter who's his quarterback at the moment because he's doing so good. But the guy that's a long-term rental for me is Travis Etienne. The keys to the RB room have been given to him. James Robinson moves on, goes to the Jets. Now Travis Etienne has Hasty McTasty behind him. And it's not going to be too tasty for McTasty. He looks good, by the way. He he does. does. He gets the ball. He looks actually really good. He does, but it's only about maybe four carries a game when Travis Etienne needs a little breaky break. But now is the time to go get Travis Etienne. I think his value is only going to get higher. And this is the guy that's going to be in the offense that has Calvin Ridley, Christian Kirk, a lot of good offensive players that's going to open up some lanes for him in the running game as well. And I don't think Trevor Lawrence has played incredible, but I don't think he's played terrible. I mean, he has 1,800 yards so far. He's still improving. I mean, you got a whole new coaching staff as well. They're trying to learn and get along with each other. So there's a lot of good things that are happening in 
in the Jaguars' house right now, man. I'm really excited for Travis Etienne because he's had over 70 rushing yards in the last four games, and once the keys were given to him, he's had over 110 yards in the last two games just rushing. And I know he hasn't done it too much in the passing game. I don't think when he came out of college that that was his strong suit either. I mean, I think there was a report where he was hearing footsteps and he was getting scared. I want to say I remember that. But, you know, it's just not his highlight of his game. But I think he's going to get into that more throughout the season. Now that he's kind of the guy there, I think there's going to be more opportunity for him to catch passes out of the backfield. It's not going to be – Christian McCaffrey pace of seven to nine touches in the back catching passes, but should be three to five probably per game. So, I mean, I'll take that. If he catches that, there's a chance that he takes it to the crib as well. I mean, he's a fast explosive player. I mean, the guy's the ACC leader in rushing yards all time. So, and it's not by just a little, it's over 300 yards, I believe where he was the best player. I mean, think about this, Lamar Jackson, Nate, is sixth on that list at like 4,200. So mm-hmm. that just shows you, I mean, Lamar is such a great player as well. But I, I love Travis Etienne. I think there's a lot of upside in his game. It really does help that the Jaguars really focused on helping Lawrence out this year. I mean, they stepped up the offensive line. They've given him a lot of better pressure. He's only been sacked 12 times this season. And not only does them getting a line help Lawrence it also helps ETN in the long run which they've shown they're going to do whatever they can to help him out and I mean they go out and trade for Calvin really today doesn't help him this year but if I was the Bears I mean I wouldn't even mind trying to go get Calvin really because if you're not going to do anything this year it doesn't really matter get him next year so for a fourth and fifth round pick maybe I think it turns into a second but that's I think that's a steal for them and I think it's only going to open up more for Travis ETN but Travis ETN is a guy that is explosive we talked about it a few weeks ago where he hasn't been in the game very often because he's had injury. Rookie season didn't get to play, I don't think, at all. So he was just trying to progress and get back into his ways. And seeing this last week where he's getting over 120 yards, like I love what is coming for Travis Etienne. I know the price is heftier than maybe you would want for a rental, but this is a long-term rental that if you can bolster your running backs – this is a good move for you. I think I mean, if you can give up two late first, like Nate was saying earlier, like I think you do it if it's going to be late. I mean, you never know at those late round picks, what's going to happen. So I know Mike has a few more trades. Mike, what'd you come up with? Yeah. So he's not cheap by any means. No. That's, that's really what I'm seeing here. Mm-hmm. A couple of times on here, I saw straight up Brees Hall for Travis Etienne. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, if you need, if you want points this year, Yeah. Yeah. And you know what? There's there's a conversation we said in a vacuum. I mean, ETN's going to get points, which is more than Brees Hall's going to do. So his yeah. value will, you know, as long as he performs well, his value will be higher, you know, next offseason than Brees Hall's. Yeah, and he's healthy. Brees Hall, it's going to take a little bit before he comes back. Yeah. Um, Michael Carter's there, James Robinson. We don't know what they're going to do there as well. Mm-hmm. Saw that a couple times. Um, here's one. Again, another injured guy. Travis ETN for Javante Williams, a 23 third and a 23 fourth. So somebody really moving some future assets here and a guy that's on IR for, I'm assuming that that's a team making a push. Yeah, definitely. I mean, with Javante, I mean, ACLs are hard to come back from. I mean, we've seen it. It doesn't, it just doesn't happen a year where you come back. I mean, I can't even think of the name right now, but he's a wide receiver for uh, the Lions. William, what remind me of his name? Jameson. Jameson. Jameson, Yeah. Jameson. 
we haven't even seen him this season yet. Mm-hmm. I mean, smart on the Lions. I mean, don't bring him back and you don't need him right now. I mean, you're trying to possibly lose games, so you don't need to rush him, but he's still not healthy. I mean, we haven't seen him at all. He hasn't been anywhere. Haven't heard any reports. It's just always always getting he's getting closer. He's getting closer. I mean, we're in week nine, right? Like this is a long time to heal from that. I mean, it's good for him, I think, not rushing it back, but it's going to take these guys a long time to come back and feel good about making cuts and making these moves. So, I mean, if you're getting ETN, I actually don't hate it because for me, it gets you points now and a third and fourth. You can always get those back at some point. And Javante could be a year and a half away from doing anything. Yeah. What does that offense look like at that point? Right. Um, another one, ETN for Darren Waller in a 23 first. Yeah. I do it. I'm Absolutely. okay with that right now. Waller's not, you know, he's been hurt. In the 23 first, you're basically you're not drafting Bijan Robinson or anybody. You're mm-hmm. drafting Travis Etienne is your 23 first round draft pick. Yep. And then the last one I found Etienne for Hollywood Brown in a 23 second. Works for me. I mean, look at DeAndre Hopkins, man. I mean, everybody around him has seen less targets. Zach Ertz. I mean, I've been betting on the guy. I mean, they have his yards of like 36 yards, and I'm like, oh, dude, he's gonna smoke that. He's gotten like 31 and like 23 the last few games. So it's been miserable to watch because other people around him aren't doing anything. But D-Hop is taking control of that mm-hmm. offense, man. He's been very impressive like he should have been. Rampage. It's insane. Yeah. He came back just in the nick of time for a couple of my teams, man. Like, yeah, I needed him. Mm-hmm. And this is why we always preach depth is really important. Because the waiver wire gets nasty this time of year. Oh, yeah. You're not really finding anything out there. Mm-hmm. Unless you want to start David Sills. Oh, no, Gosh. not really. Please, no. Doing that stinks. Which is why you can clean things up a bit and learn about our fresh new sponsor, Dr. Squatch. Listen, man, best segue in the business. Nobody could touch me. What is Dr. Squatch? Glad you asked. Dr. Squatch develops natural, high-performance personal care products like bar soap, deodorant, shampoo, conditioner, and even beard oils. They only feature manly scents with only the finest ingredients Mother Nature has to offer, all while avoiding the harmful ingredients often used by traditional brands. And you say, why don't they do body wash? I do believe you need to, to use chemicals to make body wash. And this is all natural soap. This is not the stuff that dries your skin out. Okay. Dr. Squatch is dedicated to male specific formulations that directly address the personal care demands of men like you and me everywhere. Dr. Squatch offers a wide variety of bundles that will cater to your specific needs as well as a subscription service. So you'll never have to remember to order more before you run out. Subscribe and save money today with Dr. Squatch. Satisfaction is guaranteed. Ladies, you could use this too. I guarantee there's going to be a scent on there that you will enjoy. And if this isn't the best natural product you've ever used, it's on us. Bob Van Duzer, that is. So don't <laughs> drop the soap. Take care of yourself for once and smell great doing it. Try Dr. Squatch today. The link is down below in the description of this video or in the audio podcast that you're listening to wherever you find us. We are available everywhere. Make sure you hop on and give us a five-star review too. I haven't reminded everybody of that in a while. Why does that help us? Glad you asked. The more five-star reviews we get, the more likely we are to be bumped up in search engines. The bigger we get, the more content we can provide you. It is that easy. Help me quit my job. They <laughs> make fantasy content. So let's talk about my rental. This may come as no surprise. The first place Philadelphia Eagles have a very good running back. His name is Miles Sanders. 
But before we get into that, we forgot to do the scrub bet. How did I miss that? It's just in there. Oh, he see, he put it's it a, under. It's a little camouflage in there. Yeah. Okay. My bad. So, my bad. I was jumping ahead. I wanted to put this Dr. Squatch ad read in a little bit earlier. Let's talk about our scrub bet now, shall we? And then we'll talk about Miles Sanders in a little bit. So, Nate, let's talk about a scrub bet. Do you have ours up from last week by chance? I do not. Sean, you're going to find that for us, right? Sean's going to give us that. He's just glaring at his computer, so I'm assuming that that is a yes. But, uh, <laughs> Nate, what do you have for us this week? Yeah, so this week we got uh, the Baltimore Ravens playing the Saints on Monday Night Football. Ooh. Always try to make it a Monday Night Football game. That way, you know, we all got eyes on it. We can all mm-hmm. root for it throughout the night. And this week, you know, there's not – you know, there's not a ton of scrubs on the Ravens team. You know, that's a little biased to me. I'm, to be actually honest, there's a bunch of scrubs on that team. I mean, you in the wide receiver department. Mm-hmm. The running back room is starting to get a little scrub. And the too. running backs don't look like that, too. But, you know, who's not a scrub, but unfortunately is a scrub for fantasy football? <laughs> Patrick Ricard, the amazing <laughs> fullback slash tight end slash defensive tackle. And Patrick Ricard, you know, he has some great games and he has some not so great games for fantasy football. It just kind of depends on, you know, depends on how Greg Roman's feeling, I guess. Mm-hmm. So over under is going to be 1.1 fantasy points. I just got to say, you know, over the, over the past couple weeks against Tampa Bay, zero points against Cleveland. He did two catches for 20 yards. Against the Giants, he had a target but did not catch it. Nothing against Cincinnati. Against Buffalo, three catches for 17 yards. Against New England, catch for 12 yards. So, you know, there's stuff happening here. It's just 50-50 toss-up here. Does he catch a pass? Does he uh, go over? Huge bounce-back game for Patrick Ricard. Give me the Mm. over here. Love it. I'm smashing the over, man. Oh, yeah. I am also on the over. (laughs) Give us some of Patrick Ricard. He has the record for receiving yards and receptions for anyone over 300 pounds. He's truly a you know generational player. Listen, fullback position. The the Ravens and the Saints defense both have not been great. This could be a fantastic Monday night game. Oh man, Andy Dalton out there slinging it around like he's still with the Bengals. Also, our last excuse me last week was David Bell. Over four fantasy points. Um, he had 4.2. Nate, you were the only one over. Everyone else was under. So, Sean, if you could, um, Pat Ricard, keep this handy so I don't have to ask you next week. <laughs> handy dandy. Thank you, Sean. Thank you, everyone, for hanging out for a scrub bed of the week. Now, let's get back to my dynasty rental that I forgot about here. So, Miles Sanders, okay? I do practice what I preach. As I said at the end of the last pod, I've been telling everyone to buy Miles Sanders all offseason. He's my most rostered player at 10 shares. Greg Dulcich is second at nine. So he's been doing some really good work for me on my teams. And the way I have a lot of my teams set up, I've had him as my flex running back, which has been a great running back to put in your flex. Now we're at the, the part of the season where you need him to be more than a flex running back. And he's come through. He was previously a sell for Nate, but I think he's a pretty good cheap acquisition to help you round out the rest of your roster for the rest of your season. He's a free agent after this year in a very deep free agent class with a loaded running back class coming in. 
He could be replaced by a free agent or a draft pick on Philadelphia. They're going to need to save money somewhere next year, and running back could be the position they choose to save that money on. They could also try to extend him. It's going to have to be a team-friendly deal. I don't know. We'll see. This He's really a huge question mark. Um, he's currently running back 19 on the season in a high-powered offense. The only undefeated team in the NFL. He is their starting running back. Boston Scott's not getting a lot of work. Kenneth Gamewell gets some receiving work here and there, but it's been really spotty. It's been mostly Miles Sanders. And Jalen Hurts has not been running as much the past few weeks as he has earlier in the season. So as the season is progressing, the offense is getting away from the RPOs and it's becoming more of a traditional offense. And the only downside to Miles Sanders is Jalen does not check the ball down a lot to his running backs. If it's a designed running back pass play, he will throw the ball to the running back. He doesn't check down a ton. That is one thing that I'd like to see more of. As a Miles Sanders owner and as an Eagles fan, I don't like seeing quarterbacks forced upon the coverage. Um, you know, the possibility always exists that you're buying him as a win-now piece. But at 25 mm-hmm. years old, he has a possibility of being useful on your roster for past this season. Mm-hmm. So, again, I've been telling you to buy him for months. Just saying, throwing it out there. Um, like I said, I put my money where my mouth is. So, right now, he's between players who do not get the full workload. Okay. Running back 15 is Jamal Williams. DeAndre Swift did miss time. Keep that in mind. Running back 16 is Antonio Gibson. He was the starting running back for the first four weeks of the season. Now he's lost a lot of work. Running back 17 is Tony Pollard. The offense goes through Zeke in his contract. Zeke did miss the last game. Running back 20, Khalil Herbert. So he's between these guys. These are all guys in a timeshare. He's Mm -hmm. not in a timeshare so much like these guys are. Like I said before, Jalen's not been running as much as of late. So a couple of trades that we got here. Keep in mind, you want to compete, you need a rental. Juju Smith-Schuster for Miles Sanders. Okay. Yeah, I don't yeah. hate it. Um, How long is Juju's contract? Is this the one year still or one year? One year? Yep. And they did just trade for Kadarius Tony, like what, last week? Yeah, not too long ago. For their bye week, I think. The, the Chiefs have been really hard to predict fantasy-wise. Like, unless it's Mahomes and Kelsey, yeah, everyone else has been a crapshoot from week to week. Seems like Marquez Valdez Scanling, whenever I'm watching, it just seems like he always gets targeted a lot, but it's just, it's either a drop pass or just nothing comes to it. So it's, I think they want him to be a thing, but it just hasn't happened. Frustrating. Um, Sanders for 223 seconds. Okay. If you're contending and one of those is late, yeah, Mm -hmm. sure. Nate, I put this one on here just for you. Sanders for Amari Cooper. Uh, I mean, I guess if you need a running back, but I think Cooper is just going to give you, you know, just as many fantasy points, if not more. I'm going yeah. Cooper as well. I don't hate the trade. Again, if you need a running back and Amari Cooper is not one of your top tier starters, then I'm fine with it. And a 23 first for Sanders, a 23 third and a 23 fourth. So. All right. Get some extra draft capital back there too, a little bit back. Be nice if there's like three fab dollars on top of it, but we'll settle. So there you go. Um, that is my dynasty rental. We have one more. One more. Neat. Yeah, a little bonus here. Is Nate and talking about a tight end? I am talking <laughs> about a tight end. It's not Cole Komet. So, not much to talk about. With Cole Komet, though, he called a touchdown, and that is incredible. Yeah, it's, it's huge. Do have to point that out. But the tight end I'm talking about is this year's Dalton Schultz. 
Ooh. Tyler Conklin for the New York Jets. Tyler Conklin is currently the tight end six on the season. Tight end six. Now, it's only 32 receptions, 300 yards, and three touchdowns. Just goes to show how sad the tight end position is. But Tyler Conklin, you know, he is averaging 10 points a game. You know, he's a solid tight end. You know, he's a solid flex. He can play in, like, some deeper lineups. Like, I'm flexing him as one of my three flexes in one of my leagues, and I'm pretty happy with that. Mm-hmm. Last week, he gave us 26 points in fantasy football. The first three weeks, he gave us uh, 10 or more. He did have a bit of a rough stretch as Zach Wilson got back into the offense, but even with Zach Wilson not looking super great so far, Tyler Conklin's still producing. He's still getting the volume. The volume is what really plays the part here for me. You know, I don't think Zach Wilson can get too much worse than he is right now. This offense can't get too much worse than they can right now. You know, with Brees Hall out, it can only get up from here. You know, they can just kind of find some chemistry, find some fluidity. And, you know, maybe put something meaningful together for the rest of the season. But he has that volume. He has the fifth most targets for a tight end in the NFL, the sixth most routes run. He's third in unrealized air yards. So that's, you know, air yards is how how long is the ball in the air when you're targeted. Mm -hmm. And he's getting targets down the field. And, you know, a a lot of it is unrealized, as you see. You know, he's, he's got a lot of air yards just in general. But there's also just they're not connecting him and Zach Wilson on a lot of these deep balls. If they do figure those out, not saying they're going to start hitting them all the time, you know, Pat, he's not going to become Patrick Mahomes, Zach Wilson. So, but if they just you know hit a couple more, you know, then you're going to get a 30 yard catch by Conklin, a 40 yard catch by Conklin, maybe a, a 35 yard touchdown. You know, those are the plays that swing those games at the tight end position. Because if you don't have Kelsey, if you don't have Andrews, if you don't have George Kittle, you know, this is the kind of guy you're looking for. He can still give you those big weeks where he's going to help you win a, a, a matchup. And in the, in the between times, he's still going to give you enough volume to be happy. You know, if you don't have a good tight end, Tyler Conklin giving you a floor of six, seven, eight points is not a bad place to start, especially with the upside that he's bringing this year with the amount of volume that he is receiving. Mm-hmm. So that doesn't look to, look like it's going to change anytime soon. He's going to get this volume moving forward. So I'd say go out there. You can grab him for a third-round pick in a lot of leagues because I don't think he has a lot of dynasty value. You know, after this year, they might bring in another tight end. They might go to free agency. There's so many things out there. Conklin doesn't seem like the kind of guy that's really going to lock down that tight end position for that team. Mm-hmm. Um, though he is, you know, recently signed. He signs a free agent this year, so he does have some time there. He might be starting next year. But he's not, you know, the young, exciting guy that uh, many people are looking out for. Uh, like a Pat Fryermuth or something like that. So he's available for third, maybe a late second if the team, you know, wants points this year. But if he finishes anywhere close to the pace that he's currently on, uh, not even taking into account getting better, he's going to hold that value. He's going to be, you know, worth a late second at the end of the season, if not a little bit more um, in some tight end premium leagues. So definitely a guy I'm targeting right now if I'm a contending team and I feel like it's going to have enough value at the end of the season. I can still move off of if I want. Some of the trades I'm seeing, you can get him for a fourth, see a third. Um, he's in a lot of like package deals here. He can be a throw in for a lot of trades. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, like, yeah, third seems to be the consensus or an early fourth from what I can see. And then there's, there's somebody like, here's one straight up Tyler Conklin for Dawson Knox. Oh, I feel about that one. I think I'm going to take the better quarterback just. Yeah, because I feel at least better about it. But Conklin's been a guy that 
we preached when we were talking about tight ends to go get volume, volume, volume. As long as they get volume, there's a good chance they're going to get fancy points. And really at the tight end position, we're just trying to find guys that get targeted at this point. And yeah. I, th- I think honestly, the, the weeks that he struggled, one, Zach Wilson gets back Two, I believe Uzuma came back from injury as well. So not sure how that played in, but that could have played a role in him maybe not seeing as many targets or not getting as much production as well. Mm-hmm. Good luck, man. Kenny Yabo is still on that practice squad too. See, bro. <laughs> no. Look out. All right, oh, so boy. That was our last one. So, Nate, thank you very much for bringing some tight end talk to the Dynasty Rewind. You know, I love it. We love hearing Nate talk about tight ends. So, Gentlemen, it has been fun. And before we go, I just want to say get ready for best ball. Pickums and rivals use the promo code rewind on underdog fantasy. Get a 100% match on your first deposit up to $100. Headed to a game, go to seatgeek.com and use the promo code dynasty rewind to get $20 off your first ticket purchase. Go see Tyler Conklin in person. Person, sorry, at that first stadium beer on us with your savings. We want you to be a part of the best community of fantasy football. Become a rewinder today and get access to rankings, bonus pods, written content, and so much more. Now offering a 10% discount on yearly memberships. You get a month for free. For the best gear on the planet, head to VeridianGlobal.com. Use the promo code Rewinder for 10% off all Dynasty Rewind and Dynasty Rewind merch only. This is Debbie Royal shirt. Looks good on me. Would look good on you. For Nate and Chev, I'm your host, Michael Bauer. Until next time, everyone, be kind. Please rewind. And happy anniversary, Pork. Woo! <laughs>